state legislature hasn't been in session since May. Uh, they're coming back to Springfield, and the Senate will be in the Senate chambers at the state capitol, but the House will be at an alternate location here in Springfield. Because of COVID-19 concerns, they will be socially distant inside the Bank of Springfield Center, similar to how they were back in May, uh, but the House coming back for about five days' worth of lame duck session. And to join us to talk about the logistics of that, uh, Brian Oaks, the general manager of the Bank of Springfield Center, joining us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Brian, good morning and Happy New Year. Hey, good morning, Greg. Happy New Year to you, too. So uh, at first, when we saw this happen uh, in preparation for, for May, uh, it seemed rather historic, and you guys were able to get together all the logistics necessary uh, to allow the house to operate. Um, tell me what's changed from May to now uh, when it comes to the logistics and how things are set up and, and the like. Uh, honestly, very little. I mean, anyone who was there or who watched online uh, is really going to kind of see an exact setup uh, now as they saw in May. And I think that's a testament to, um, you know, the job that uh, the team from the Capitol and our team did to work together to put this together the first time. It just really went uh, very well. We thought it went smoothly. Um, we felt like we were handling safety precautions really well from uh, like a sanitation sanitization standpoint and also from security and so i mean we're, we're going to try and repeat that process and hope that it goes as well this time as it did the first time well and from my understanding also uh there wasn't any spread of covid19 back in may is that right no no we had um we had one false positive that came in after uh, the session was over that was just slightly concerning it was from an overnight security guard but it's something that we made sure that uh, the legislators were aware of just in case, uh, and then it turned out that it was a false positive. So we had no spread of COVID at all, uh, and I expect you know the same this time. Um, you know there will be testing procedures, uh, hand sanitizing stations. Uh, the building itself has you know over the last uh, many months procured things for sanitization of the building and additional cleaning procedures, as we expect that that may be part of our regular. Uh, routine for events going forward and so you know we feel well equipped to handle those things now and i want to talk about uh, what the convention center looks like moving forward with um, ongoing covid19 concerns hopefully we get the vaccine widely distributed and uh, a, some kind of um, therapeutic widely distributed uh and that may open things up entirely but uh just focusing more on uh, the illinois legislature in particular the house uh convening there uh, at the bank of springfield center starting this afternoon and uh, they're expected to be there all weekend long through the 13th uh when the new General Assembly is sworn in, and the House will uh, conduct their ceremony at the Bank of Springfield Center. It's going to be different for their families as well, because new members, uh, they're not going to be allowed to have um, uh, guests from uh, one of the, um, the, the the guidance that I saw put out for uh, House members. So very limited access inside the uh, the Bank of Springfield Center. Um, but Brian, you know, what do you anticipate happening for, you know, after January 13th? Because they do have session days scheduled, but uh, have you any indication if they're going to actually utilize the alternative location uh, moving forward after the January 13th? I honestly do not, Greg. I wish I could give you more information there, but um, I guess all I would say is the convention center has plenty of dates available right now if they'd like to stay longer. Uh, but right now I think we're planning the 13th. Well, and if you could talk a bit about why I guess you guys have dates available. Uh, there really hasn't been much activity, right? Yeah, no, I mean, unfortunately, with, 
you know, the size of our facility with convention centers and arenas, concert venues everywhere across the country, uh, you know, we were the first ones to shut down. We'll likely be some of the last to be able to reopen. And I don't think any of us knew in the middle of March last year, you know, what was coming. I mean, I remember having to make decisions to cancel some events around the time March Madness was canceling last year in the middle of March. We had a large wrestling tournament that was supposed to start like a day later, and we had to cancel that. And, you know, I think at the time, honestly, we probably thought, oh, we're going to have to shut down for a couple of weeks, and this is crazy that we're going to lose a couple big events. But, you know, I don't know that any of us at that time realized what the, you know, the, the pandemic would be and what it would turn into for the hospitality and live events industry. So, uh, you know, we've done everything that we can to try and minimize, um, you know, the impact on the center. Unfortunately, we had to make some really difficult layoffs. Um, you know, we cut back our staffing. We've tried to utilize uh, furloughs and some of the um, – we haven't applied for any grants yet, uh, but we're looking at some of those with the recent Save Our Stages Act that came out in the recent um, stimulus bill. So we're trying to, you know, keep our head above water until we can get back into live events. And, you know, we hope that's sooner rather than later. And it may be a new normal for events going forward. I do think that there's a strong appetite for uh, live entertainment. And I think that that will come back really strong post-pandemic. But I do have some concerns about the long-term convention industry and how this is going to impact that, how it's going to impact travel budgets for businesses that have you know, obviously had a really hard year. And so we think that there may be a few uh, more tough years coming, but we've done what we feel like is appropriate and is putting us in a great place to excel as we get back into live events here, hopefully in the summer. Brian Oaks, general manager of the Bank of Springfield Center, joining us where the Illinois House will have their session starting this afternoon and all throughout the weekend. Uh, A lot of activity is going to be happening there on the House floor, uh, but it's not the typical activity you see on the House floor, uh, rather on the convention center floor. Um, Brian, moving forward here, uh, you know, I guess if you guys look back at how much revenue has been lost and how much economic activity has been lost and um, any kind of prospects moving forward as to if that's going to be made back anytime soon or if you guys are going to be seeing um, diminished returns uh, compared to, you know, 2018 or 2019. Yeah, I think the real impact is on, uh, or the real loss is on the economic impact. So the convention center, obviously, we've lost 90 plus percent of our revenues, 95 percent. I mean, the, the, the building has been tapped, even in our largest rooms, to no more than 25 people for an event for months and months. So outside of some Sangamon County board meetings and the legislature, I mean, that's the only thing that we've that's the only thing that we've hosted. And so all of our events, you know, our revenue has been gone, but we're a loss leader for the city. So honestly, you know, our our audit this year is going to look about like any other year because Uh, We generally lose money on conventions as a building to try and help generate economic impact for the community. And I think that's where the loss is. You know, the the last time we had a study done has been over 10 years ago, but it it estimated that we were doing about $75 million a year in economic impact between hotel room nights and, you know, car rentals and uh, money spent in the community as well as money spent at the convention center. And so that's where the, the... the impact is being felt most. I think that, you know, what we can help contribute to downtown hotels and restaurants and retail 
um, has been a huge loss. Brian, any conversations with uh, other live acts uh, that that could be uh, down the line here? I don't want you to necessarily, uh, you know, uh, break any embargoes you may have, but uh, are those conversations happening? Or is there any interest of, you know, uh, touring groups or anything like that in the future? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, it's been very unique. And I think, you know, state by state, it's varied because there are some states that are allowing 30 percent or 50 percent capacities right now. So there's live music going on. Illinois is not one of those. And because Illinois has been one of the most restrictive states, I think our agents have been a little more cautious with putting events into our venues because we've had to reschedule. I think the same thing happened. Our March and April events initially got rescheduled to like September of 2020 and then got rescheduled to March of 2021 and now have been rescheduled to, you know, the fall of this year. And so after you start to make a couple of those changes, the the agents started to say, hey, we're going to just kind of wait on some of these things until we know what it's going to look like for Illinois. Um, There's certainly interest. I mean, there's going to be a ton of interest because all of the tours that would have been going out last year and and couldn't go out are going to want to go out next year. And so I do think from the live events, we have some things that are on the books and unannounced yet because we're kind of waiting to see whether we know for sure that those will be able to happen. And there's going to be a plenty of other opportunities, we hope, to uh, bring live entertainment back to Springfield. What do you think? Once we have a little more certainty. Yeah. Bank of Springfield Center uh, General Manager Brian Oaks joining us. What do you think the impact's going to be on um, the, the number of uh uh, concerts that a performer does. And, and I'm, I'm talking like, you know, if we have to keep capacity down uh, a bit more, do you anticipate seeing like, you know, uh, larger groups stopping in Chicago, then Bloomington, then Springfield, then Peoria, then St. Louis type thing, instead of just doing you know, like a Chicago to St. Louis type of uh, type of tour? Uh, do you think that that's, that's likely one of the things that could possibly happen? I don't think so. I think you'd be more likely to see residencies where they would stop in Chicago and play for three or four nights in a row. Uh, And that just has to do with the cost of moving a tour. So it's pretty expensive to put up and tear down sound and lights and put them in 20 semi trucks and buses and everything and go city to (laughs) city. (laughs) So the financials of it make a lot more sense to go to one place and do a 30% capacity for three straight nights and just stay there versus going to multiple cities that makes sense brian oaks bank of springfield center general manager uh good luck starting this afternoon with the uh the general assembly and i know that there's going to be a lot of security presence with uh, uh, a variety of different law enforcement uh, efforts uh, from the the sheriffs to the city police to uh illinois state police and even uh, i'm sure bank of springfield security is going to be on hand as well uh so we will uh we'll definitely um uh, keep an eye on all of the activities that are happening there and um we'll touch base again soon all right Hey, thanks so much, Greg.